everybody. Welcome back. Oof, it has been a minute. <laughs> it's been we a long apologize. time. I don't even know where or what day it is or where I am. Where are we? Well, I'm I realize that we're really bad about speaking in the future because by the time <laughs> people listen to this, it's like three days later. Yeah. And so like the last time we recorded, I think was right before the Super Bowl. But by the time people heard it, it was after the, the Chiefs Super had already Bowl. lost. Yeah, so they're like, You guys are idiots. Yeah. Well, Which is sad. Sorry, guys. But, you know, we can only live in the present. Hey, Marley, do you want to lay down? Lay down. Anyway, so life has been stupid. I personally am in the middle of a kitchen renovation. Yes. A move from my home. Working... At my actual job, like 30 hours a week, plus baking all the live long. So yeah. baking is taking off. It Yeah. And I'm excited about it, but I just don't have the time. Until it pays all of my bills, it's kind of a nuisance, although I'm loving it. It's just like, it's just adding to my stress at this moment in For time. For sure. Yeah. But and everything's fine. It's been a frozen week. It, oh this my is the God. week of the frozen tundra of... The Midwest. For real, but I don't even want to complain because Texas is like... Right. Oof. If you're a Texas listener, I... God. We feel for you. Yeah. I hope you have power. I hope your pipes haven't burst. We have a friend in Texas that said... What, she she didn't have water for two days or something? Well, she didn't have power for two days. And then she got power back, but then they can't drink their water. They can't drink the water, so she had to, like, boil water. Yeah. In order to drink. And then she sent me a picture of her, like she was at the grocery store and all they had was Velveeta. Jesus. So. I mean, the first thing I'd make is Rotel dip. So I'm shocked. Well, who knows if they had Rotel or chips. <laughs> like, God, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, like, what do you do? Uh, it's kind of like when something like that happens, I feel like you always have like a grown up to look to, mm-hmm. whether it's like. An authority figure or somebody that's like, this is what we're going to do. But I feel like in Texas, nobody knows what to do. No. And Even the like... And their politicians just leave to go to Cancun. Hey, Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Um, That guy is such a piece of trash. Yeah. That I don't even have words for it. Yeah, it was pathetic. We don't need to talk about politics. I'm already stressed out enough. Um, I will tell you a funny thing that happened with kitchen renovation. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an idiot. I'll just say that up top. Yes. And you're going to agree here in a second. Um, So Josh and I are in the process of priming all of the cabinets. And he went and bought the primer and was like, here's what we're using. Like, go ahead. And I started with, like, work gloves on, like, painting. Because I was like, I don't really want paint on my hands. But then I looked over at him, like, behind my shoulder, and I was like, oh, he's not wearing gloves, so I guess, like, I won't wear gloves. So I ended up, needless to say, with paint all over my hands. And typically, after you're done painting, you go rinse off your brush, Mm -hmm. you wash your hands in the sink, like, normal, right? Turns out, the primer we used was oil-based, because that's what you're supposed to use for cabinets, Uh apparently. I didn't know that. So I started to wash my hands... And I, like, squeezed off this, like, paint roller. Uh-huh. So I had white paint all over. all over my hands. And then I was like, oh, God. And it's oil-based, and I'm using water. 
Yeah. And we all know that oil and water don't mix. But I didn't know it was oil-based, so I'm just, like, rubbing my hands. And then literally, I had white mime hands. So how do you get it off? I panicked. Because Josh was in the kitchen doing stuff, and I was just like, I'll just get this off. It's fine. Like, I won't worry about it. And then I couldn't. And I was like, Josh! And he came in, and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, trying to wash this paint off my hands. He's like, you can't do that. It's oil-based. He's like, did you rinse that brush off in the sink? And I was like, a little bit. And he was just like, fuck! (laughs) He's like, I don't know if it's that big of a deal, but... Well, he's like, it's going to, like, clog my plumbing because it's oil-based paint, and it's not going to... He's like, you would need to run that sink... And then I was just like, what about my hands? And he was just like, I guess you're just going to have Mickey Mouse hands for the rest of eternity. So he gets me like dish soap because uh-huh. that cuts grease or whatever and oil. And like it worked clearly because uh-huh. I don't have mime hands. But I felt so claustrophobic because my hands were cut, like literally looked like I had on white gloves. Yeah. And I couldn't get it off. We. I don't think we used oil-based when we did mine. I washed my hands for 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Like, with a continuous water running and just squirting dish soap. And, like, because I would rub a spot and get it clean. But then I would, like, rub my hands together again and it would cover the spot with white paint. (laughs) Like, it... Oh, my God. Like... Well, Dawn is gentle enough for baby ducklings. It is. And so, cute little otters. That commercial yeah. kills me every time when that otter, like, grabs the side of the tub he's in <laughs> with his little hand. I cry every time. Anyway, so Josh checked in with me, like, 20 minutes into my hand washing. He was like, how's it going, Mickey? And I was like, I'm going to kill you. Um, it was one of the dumbest things Minnie, I've ever done. excuse yeah, me. Yeah, excuse me. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever done and also one of the most panic-inducing because I was like, what if I don't get this paint off my hands? What am I going to do? Yeah. Do, does a hospital take care of that? You would just be like, imagine like picking your fingernail polish 10,000 times. Oh my God. That. Okay. Anyway, so word to the wise. Don't. Never paint your cabinets. That's my yeah. word to the wise. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, you just did it. So, you know. Josh and I, everybody's like, why would you paint the inside of your cabinets? But like, I did not paint the inside of mine. I refused. Well, if you saw the inside of Josh's cabinets, you'd be like, you need to paint those because the people before us painted them and it was like wood, but like they stained it like an olive green almost. So it's like solid in some parts and then some parts on the wood, it was like they tried to stain it. And so we had to sand all of that off. And then once we sanded it, it looked like absolute garbage. Yeah. So we didn't have a choice. Yeah. Like they have to be painted. Ugh. It would look ridiculous. I have these didn't. bookshelves that I've painted multiple times in my life. I've had them since college. They're yeah. like the curved ones. Yeah. And I want to paint them again. But like painting one of the, one of the pieces, it's like mul- four pieces and it like curves around, like it'll wrap around a corner. Yeah. And like the corner piece is like so deep. It's like the corner, you know, the corner cabinets that are so deep and annoying that like you can't put anything yes. in them. It's that, it's like that. And I'm just like, I, every time I paint those cabinets, I want to kill myself, <laughs> but I want to paint them again. So well, I didn't realize that, like, to paint something, you have to sand it. Yeah. So I just painted. My my grandma passed away, and we're trying to sell her house. And I went in and painted, like, her bathroom vanity mm-hmm. cabinets. And I was like, 
I just painted over the existing paint. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to do that. So it looks like absolute garbage. Oh, really? Um, well, I mean, to the untrained eye, it's probably fine. But now that I've, like, done this in Josh's kitchen, I'm yeah. just like, oh, I did that completely wrong. Oh, it probably my looks God. Like shit. I, I hated the process of painting my cabinets. Thank God my parents helped me. But, like... If you look too closely, you can tell you can see so many mistakes. Well, no one's ever going to. And I don't closely. even care. But like, there's this girl I follow on Instagram, and she was showing the process of her painting her cabinets, and she loved it. She just like was like so into the process, and it was like calming to her. And I'm like, I wanted to kill myself and everyone around me. Well, like my at one point, my mom and I were there by myself by ourselves, and she could just tell that I was like having a meltdown. She was just <laughs> like, "Just take a break." I don't mind painting. It's the waiting in between to do the next thing that drives me nuts. Oh well, so I couldn't stay there. Like Josh is living there, and I'm assuming you stay there too. And I I could not be. No, around I have not. I haven't slept in the same bed with Josh for like the last week. Okay, because like we finish, and I'm like, I'm going home. Bye. Yeah, like I went and stayed with my parents because it was over Christmas because I could not my house is so small that there's no way to get away from it right right so yeah oh fun anyways we can stop talking about um DIY but that is my life recently but we do get a new home studio we do get a new home studio Um, (laughs) little does Josh know it's gonna be completely redecorated oh he knows he knows (laughs) he doesn't even care that's what I like it's not the only thing I love about him but it is a nice feature is that he's just like wants me to be happy so he's like do whatever I don't care he'll be happier if you decorate yeah I mean yeah he has a I noticed he has a black comforter oh it's not actually that's not his comforter that's just because Marley was on the bed okay so he just put like a black blanket because I was gonna be like we're gonna need to change that no um Josh Josh's actual duvet cover is an Ellen DeGeneres for Beth, oh love Beth, that Beth well he does love her <laughs> he does she's in this five um so it's like a gray it's fine we're gonna change it okay. but it's like fine for well now. I was gonna say you can't live somewhere like can you imagine just like a white comforter with like all of my pets. Yeah. No. All of the fur and like any blanket fuzz and like just how dirty that how would be. How people have like white sheets and white duvet covers if, if they don't live alone with zero pets. I have white sheets and I, I only be because like when I, they don't get dingy, but like when I have colored sheets, they bleach. From what? I would love nothing more than a blush sheet set, <laughs> but like, at, at a certain point in my life when I was using benzoyl peroxide on my face all right. the time, like my t-shirts would get bleached, my pillowcases would... Yeah, your towels, yeah. So I just haven't made the move to like a But color. you're not using that anymore. Correct. So you'd be So fine. Brooklyn and call us. We would love a sponsor. <laughs> right. I'd love to try out a new sheet set. <laughs> um, currently, my favorite sheets in the world are rec- were recommended by Courtney Curve currently. Oh, I do blog. have a set of those. And they're literally $30 for a set of sheets on the Amazon. Do they have and blush? Incredible. I think they have tons of colors. Like stripes, solids, all kinds of things. So it's I do. That is too. what I have on my bed right now. Love. Yeah. Um, Ooh, and I got a new pillow. <gasps> I got You've the, been really on a pillow testing journey. I know. I can't find the perfect pillow, but right now my neck feels pretty good. But I got right. the night pillow. Oh, don't know it, anything about it. Um, it has like two sides. So one is like indented if you sleep on your back. Okay. And then 
the other side is like for stomach sleepers and I do both. Okay. So I can just okay. flip it over and it comes with its own like perfect little silk pillowcase. Cute. And I told you this, but I don't know that our listeners know how phobic I am of hotels. I don't know what that would be called, but I travel with a sheet and a pillow everywhere I go. But right. Night has a travel case for the pillow. So I That's feel like dream. this is going to be life-changing for me because I was going to start a company. <laughs> you still can. There's still room in the like market, I think. Travel sheet and pillow sets that would like fold up easily and be able to like pack. Yeah. And I think it's a need in the marketplace. Well, you just outed your idea to the whole hundred listeners that we have. I think that I need to like partner with Buffy or something. Yeah. Hey, Buffy, call us. Madewell partnered with them and made coats. Yeah. So. So. So, yeah, maybe you should um, think about venturing into your whatever. Yeah, I mean, I have realized that in quarantine especially, I've developed a specific nighttime routine Mm -hmm. where I, like, if my hair is curly, I wear it in a ponytail and then I put, like, a scarf or a headband over it so that it won't move. Amaze. And I have a specific pillow and, like, a uh, way to set it up now that I have to use. And like Louie has his place in my bed. And another purchase that I've recently made is a reading light that clips on a book. <laughs> um, so yeah, my mom used to have one of those when I was a kid. Because I feel like my bedroom lamp is too bright. So I got a reading light and I don't want it to disturb Louie. Of course. Um, God forbid. So now I'm like, if if I ever had a man... Like living with me or like sleeping in my bed, I, I don't. Th- I think he would like fall out of love with me if he no, saw I think, everything. I think I... he would see that you're being very considerate. <laughs> Just like so weird, all of the stuff that I have. Well, that's okay. Um, Josh is still baffled by my nighttime skincare routine because I come to bed with like the greasiest face. Yeah, I just put on so many like serums and oils, uh-huh. and he's just like cool. Like you have the slipperiest skin. Yeah, but. It's important. I, that's what I tell them. I'm like, do you want me to look old? Yeah. Because if not, then the oils are necessary. Yeah. Um, speaking of age, today is my sister Sarah's birthday. Happy birthday, Sarah. Happy birthday. We love you. It's actually, today is Sunday. Uh-huh. So her birthday is today. By the time people hear this, it's Tuesday. Happy belated birthday, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> and then my other sister Hannah's birthday was two weeks ago. And then my mom's birthday is two weeks from now. Oh my gosh. So it's like... Three birthdays, two weeks apart, exactly, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were just talking about age and how my sister Hannah turned 30, but she's, like, forever 24 to me. Like, I don't believe that she's 30. Mm -hmm. And then my other sister Sarah is 33, which is... Turning 33? Yeah, so she's 33 today. nice. I know. she's a mom. Uh, Yeah, almost of two. Jeez. Crazy. And then I was saying that she's almost the same age as Josh, which makes me a cradle robber older, <laughs> older than Josh. I'm not going to say by how much, um, but I feel like a cougar. So yeah, I mean, my younger man, I think that it doesn't really matter. Like nobody would know. No, no. There's like no difference in our like maturity levels or whatever. Like we're the same age. Yeah. As far as we're concerned. But. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a year and a half maybe, but anyway, like, in dating apps, like age is the first thing you notice. Like out after a picture, the eight you notice the name, 
age before you notice a name. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. And I get it. It's just like very upfront. Yeah. And I'm like not interested. And you have no control over it either. Like right. even if you wanted to hide it, you couldn't. Right. And I'm not interested in like having my age that upfront to people I don't know. Sure. But and it doesn't matter. I'll just my profile will just be like I'm thirty five, but I do use sunscreen every day and <laughs> <laughs> like have an extensive skincare routine. I'm thirty five, but I have the skin of a twenty seven year old. <laughs> Of a 31-year-old. Um, anyway, but then I was, like, thinking if I saw someone, I think that the most I would go is three years younger than me. But then you just said your sister. So my sister's two and a half years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can't go to someone that is younger than my sister. I think that's weird. But, I mean, like, Josh is almost my sister's age. They're, like... 11 months apart, basically. Like, he's older by 11 months. But, like, in my mind, they're the same age, but I don't ever even think about it. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, it just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You could go younger than your sister. It doesn't matter. Because when I first started dating apps, I was like, nobody younger than me, fuck that. Like, no fucking way. And if I had that attitude the entire time I was on dating apps, I never would have met Josh, because he would not have been on my radar. Yeah. Well... I mean, your age difference isn't a big deal, but, like, I don't think I could date anyone under 30. Oh, fuck no. Are you kidding? There's no way now. No. No way. Like, how is Olivia um, Wilde dating Harry Styles? I don't think she is. I think that's, like, a publicity weird thing. I don't think that's for real. I really don't. And, like, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Like, yeah. I don't get it. That's a hot couple, though. I don't even think they're hot. Like, I do. It's weird. I like it. I don't like it. It's because I'm dating Josh and he's younger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, but I, but I know we're basically Demi and Ashton. So. Um, I'm not that much older than him for the record. She's like 20 years older than her boyfriend. So <laughs> yeah, he's he 17. Is... <laughs> 16. 15. 15. 15. I'm aging myself. He's 15. Anyways, so... You're not geriatric on dating apps. Don't worry. You'll be fine. I don't think I said that on the po- on the recording. So people are going to be like, whoa, she just called her geriatric. <laughs> you said earlier when we were chatting that you were like, oh, people are going to see my age and be like, mm, geriatric. <laughs> that word is just funny to me. Um, wow. But- I'm going to have to like mush all her food if I date her. <laughs> I'm going to have to put everything in a blender. Fuck. <laughs> um, but I will say if we ever have kids, we will have geriatric pregnancies. Because that's what it's called after like I 33. Know. I'm, so no, that's Thank cool you. I'm adopting. Done. I already discussed it yesterday with Did my you? mom and cousin. I'm going to adopt. Oh, cute. Like even if you were still single, would you adopt or would you need a partner? I would need a partner. Yeah, same. But I would never have kids my cousin that. and I have decided that we're just going to be each other's life partners. And cute. we're going to like live in an old ramshackle Victorian house and like have the kids in our lives take care of us and be like Grey Gardens. I was going to say since very Grey Gardens vibes. Yeah. And, and, but please just don't be crazy. We're like slowly picking out like Callie wants to live with us now, but she's married. So her husband is going to have to live like on the ground, on the compound. Yeah. He'll be our groundskeeper. (laughs) 
Amazing. Yeah, it'll be Josh cool. and I won't live there, but we'll come visit. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be like as... Uh, it's going to be nice. Sure, sure, sure. It's, you're not going to let it like get overgrown. No, no. And, yeah, trashed. Yeah. It'll there just won't be, be like... Cobwebs. It'll just be like... More Hocus Pocus, or no, not sorry, not Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Um, practical magic vibes than okay. Grey Gardens. It's been a minute since I've seen that movie, so I don't totally understand the reference. Like but... making margaritas in the middle of the night and like stuff like that. Doing magic spells. I mean, why not? No, we'll see. <laughs> um, anyway, so should we talk about Bravo at all? Because mm. many things have happened. Yeah. So, guys. Listen, it's been a long time since we recorded, so sorry if we haven't been able to recap and we won't be able to recap accurately, because I don't remember the last time we sat Our brains together. don't I'm work. Clear, honestly, I've missed you. I know. This has been ridiculous. It's been, I mean, and it's I my saw fault. you on Friday, but. I know. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, we got together on Friday and we're like, we got to record because I've got a crazy weekend. It's uh-huh. my sister's birthday. I've got to do a kitchen right now, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, come over Friday. Josh is doing stuff that he doesn't need my help with. Yeah. We'll record. Get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. You were like, I'm going to make French 75s, which is a cocktail for those of you who don't know. I didn't know. It is delicious. Yeah. So, so we drank two of them each <laughs> and then ordered pizza. Oops. And Ashley looked at me at one point and she was like, when do you want to start recording? And I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't record, needless to say, and um, sometimes we get too drunk or but we're having too I went, much fun and we don't want to yeah. stop to record. And, and then I went to Target. A um, drunk Target run is always fun. And spend spend $120. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here we are on Sunday. Drinking. Drinking again. again. But we... Didn't start drinking until we started recording. Right. So we'll get drunk as the podcast goes on. Right. But we're not drunk starting out. So that's great. Correct. Um, anyway, so bravo. Let's start with the earliest in the week, which is Atlanta. By the time you guys hear this again, Atlanta has aired another episode. Right. On Sunday so night. So we're an episode behind. We're an episode behind. So just sorry, bear with us. Um, if you want an on-the-spot recap, hit up Danny Pellegrino or watch what happens. We can't keep up. No, we, we're trying here. We're trying. We both have other things to do. You know, we're both stressed. We both have other jobs. Our, our sponsors aren't coming Plus, in. Plus, I heard that Danny Pellegrino gets the episodes in advance. Oh, wow. That must be nice. Yeah, somebody asked him and he was like, yeah, I I mean, get, he's, he said he gets them a day in advance. I was thinking, like, an investment in our podcast would be to go to BravoCon. Uh, joy and, if it ever happens again. Um, maybe we'll like meet people that can like get share the podcast with your friends if you like us. Please rate us. Yeah, like, but only five stars. And if you don't like our podcast, email us at bravo and tell us what to change. Yeah, <laughs> gmail dot com. Okay, so Bravo Atlanta. Yeah, what I don't happened? even remember. <laughs> Listen. I remember kind of. Basically, this episode was just leading up yeah. to the episode that's going to happen tonight. Right. Sunday. Um, where the stripper stuff happens. Right. And if you are an Atlanta fan, which if you're not, please get on board. It's one of the yeah. best. Um, the stripper drama is that like two of them like hooked up with the stripper or something. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I heard that, like, Portia hooked up with the stripper. Oh, well, she's single. I could be, like, spreading mad gossip right now. That's untrue. Okay. But 
I, I vaguely remember that's what the incident is. So we'll that's why out. I'm so excited to watch it. Yeah. But, um, Candy confronts Kenya about being the worst hostess of all time. Good. Because she um, deserves it. She does. And, of course, Kenya, like, pulls out the tears and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm so stressed and Mark Yeah, then don't host whatever. a freaking trip. If you're gonna host a trip, it's not that hard to be like, hey, I'm ordering lunch. Anybody else want anything? Yeah. Like... We discussed this already, but if you're going to order yourself a crab cake sandwich, it might be a $20 sandwich and maybe you don't want to pay that for everyone else. Kenya has money, so she can, but just ask people if they want something. Yeah, it was jerky. So basically, Candy came out and was like, you've been fucking annoying this whole trip, and this is why. Like, and Candy's last straw was Kenya bailing out when they were, like, having a a powwow at the end of the night. Like Mm -hmm. they had dinner and then they were all going to like get in their PJs and play games. And then Kenya just disappeared. And Candy was like, are you not coming back down? She was like, no, bye. And like basically shut the door in her face. And Candy's like, that's it. Yeah. Candy is like nice to everyone. She's the only one that gets along with everyone. So like the fact that she had a little Porsche drama. At one point. Well, yeah, like a while ago, but she's like right, rised above it. R- rise above it. Oh. <laughs> Are you drunk? I'm tired. <laughs> risen. Risen? Is the word you're looking for. Rizzed. She's rizzed above it. Um, Portia continues to be gorgeous. Yeah. I can't even And look at her. hilarious. Yeah. She's perfect. She needs her own show. I love her so, so much. Oh, okay. If freaking What's Her f- Stupid Face can have a show, who? And her family. Why can't I think of her name? Because I hate her. Kim. Ugh. The worst of all of them. Has anyone even recapped that stupid show? I don't think there's a Does single... Does anyone watch it? No. It's... I feel like it's done. It was just like a time filler. I hated it. Like... Give, give Portia her own show. Okay? Give Jerry O'Connell a, more of a chance. Okay? Yeah. I don't want Kim Zolziak on my screen with her 65 kids and her hot husband. He's not even hot because he loves her. Well... Take him outside of that family. He's pretty cute. I think he's dumb. Well, he's definitely dumb. You have to be dumb to be with Kim Solziak. Anyway, this is not a Kim Solziak <laughs> shit-talking podcast, but I hate that show, even though I've never even watched it. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, give for sure and show. And the the part of the episode that like was hard to watch was when they sat down to watch the Breonna Taylor verdict. Mm-hmm. And it just made my heart hurt. Yeah, it's just... Because just a a group of black women sitting watching that together and seeing no consequences for a black woman being shot while she was sleeping in her bed. Mm -hmm. It, like, broke my heart to watch it. it's pathetic. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, like, I knew... Like, you already know what happens, like, going in. But just, like, watching their reactions to it was really shitty. Especially Portia, because she's, yeah. like, so invested in mm-hmm. doing all the social justice stuff. I feel bad for her that she was in that setting when she had to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, that would be hard. That was hard to watch. But then they go to dinner. Kenya kind of, kind of apologizes to the group for being a bad hostess. But then it's just like, I need help and none of you are stepping up to help me. Why did you bring your kid? Right. Like... Help with what? Yeah. She, well, because everybody's like, well... Because Candy stuck up for her in the beginning and was like, you you guys 
all have people in your corner to help you with your kids. So like when you leave for a trip, you have a partner to watch them or whatever. And Kenya doesn't have that. And so everybody was like, okay, you're right. Like she doesn't really have like the village that we have. And it takes a village to raise a child. And then, so Candy stuck up for her. Everybody was kind of like, all right, fine. And then she ditched the group for the baby, even though she had a nanny there to watch. And then they were, I think she put LaToya in charge of hosting the evening or whatever. Probably. And she was like, um, or hosting the day, whatever it was. And then Candy obviously is hosting the, like, the bachelorette, yeah. the surprise bachelorette. Yeah. And Kenya said something about like, oh, well, my nanny can't be on the clock 24 hours a day. And Candy was like, then you hire a second one because you chose to bring your kid here. Yeah. You know, like anyway, so Kenya confronts the group about no one helping her out and no one checking on her and whatever. But it's like. But she rubs, I mean, she got a freaking private plane and put everyone else on a bus. That was shitty. Like, And she did it to be an asshole. She does it to rub things in people's face. I wouldn't want to help her either. Yeah. Like, I don't want, if I'm going on a girl's trip, I don't want to take care of a kid. I don't have a kid. Right. So, like. Yeah. Well, she, I think she just means, like, oh, I brought my kid because I don't have anybody at home that will watch her for me. mm -hmm. Whatever. But. Anyway, she got confronted. She tried to apologize. It turned ugly. Then everything was fine. I am with Drew, though, because at one point she was just like, I can't keep up with this group. Like, everybody's fucking pissed at Kenya last night. Then we wake up today and everybody's fine and acting like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. She was like, I don't understand the dynamics here. And I could see, like, as a new person coming in and just being like, wait, what? I thought we were all pissed. Wait. We're mad at her, right? Yeah. Are we still... But then nobody is, and she's like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. So yeah. I get that, but... Yeah, for sure. And she's pissed that her husband is moving without her there. She talked to her husband, and he was like, oh, I called movers. We're closing. We're moving out of here. And she was like, um, what? Why would you do that while I'm gone? <laughs> so it's like a nice thing that he's doing, but she's pissed because she's not around to help. Yeah. But well, her she has a dysfunctional relationship. It's a weird relationship yeah. for sure. Yeah. But anyway. So, all I care about is what's going to happen tonight. Yeah. Same. Hopefully everybody has watched it by the time you listen to this pod. And you're all and stewing know. on it. And you'll think about it. And then we can talk about it next we'll week. We'll talk about it next but Tuesday. Yeah. See you next, See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, what else? Um, so then we go to Real Housewives of New Jersey. Skipping over below deck because no one cares. Um, and they're back. (gasps) Yay! They are, so they go to Jackie's husband's party. Evan? Evan, yes. Okay. Evan. Evan's party where COVID does not exist. COVID stopped happening for that party they just everyone took off their masks and just had a grand old time like all up in people's faces i'm on i'm very confused by this i was confused and like i i heard mention that oh well we all tested negative and i'm like that doesn't fucking matter every single person right that was there i highly doubt it. so that was strange but then i know how much of a trump supporter Teresa is so I'm like, maybe they all are. Is she? Oh, after her book. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Um, 
Yeah, Bailey forgot that we read Teresa. I, it's been so long since we sat down together. I, I honestly forgot. Uh, and so then, like, Teresa is, like, spreading a rumor that Evan cheated on Jackie. I continue, At his birthday. I continue to hate Teresa. More She's and the more. worst. Like, she is so bitter about her situation that she can't stand to see anybody else happy. Yeah. Especially yeah. someone that she's kind of like jealous, like salty about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like, so she doesn't necessarily like Jackie, I don't think, but she goes to the party to be social. And then she's like, how can I fuck this up? She doesn't ne- necessarily like anyone, but she's like spreading the gossip to Melissa and like, Melissa's like, this isn't the place. And like, yeah, everyone's like, I don't want to even Marge was like. We don't want to hear this here. No. Why would you do this? And and so I watched and I knew exactly what she was doing. She told someone and they were like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why would you talk about that here? So then she tried everybody else at the party to see if anyone else would bite. And everybody was just like, no, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. So then by the time she was done trying to find someone who would gossip about it with her, everyone at the party knew. Mm-hmm. She fucked up royally she just didn't that was care she just came move. in guns a blazing didn't care about any of it and then jackie had like a meeting with her at marge's house yeah and nothing it was sad because jackie was like upset genuinely upset like you attacked the person i love most in the world Attacked his character, attacked the things that are the most important to him, mm-hmm. his marriage and his family. And you're spreading a rumor that And could, you know how it feels. Exactly. That could... It's like she wants somebody else to feel that way. Yeah. Like, uh, Teresa's a horrible person. Yeah. Period. She's a liar. She doesn't care about anyone but herself. Right. She's miserable. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows it. Yep. Anyway, it was kind of sad to watch Jackie because she was genuinely like, why did you do this? I love Jackie. I do too. Love her. Love her family. Whatever. And then the part that pissed me off was that Teresa was like waiting for her to say something wrong so then she could turn it around. And Jackie was like, well, if I wanted to, I could say that I've heard that Gia snorts coke in the bathroom at parties or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Teresa acts like, how dare you? You brought my daughter into it? I'm leaving. You brought my daughter into this. You brought my kids into it. I have to get out of here. You're a C-U-N-T. I can't say that word. However, I do want to cut in and interject and say that I was so stressed the other day and angry that I almost called Marley, my dog, the C-word. See you next Tuesday. I almost did and almost came out because she was being so bad. That's how stressed I was. Anyway, Teresa said it like 75 times. Um, Yeah. At at her car, she was like, beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Like, (laughs) ugh. I don't like that word. But Cute. Praise (laughs) God and thank you, Jesus. Right. Well, that's Melissa's vibe. Um, But, yeah, that's exactly what she was doing. She was waiting for Jackie to say something that would allow her to twist the conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, you brought my daughter up? Okay, well, fuck you. You brought my daughter up. You can't bring my kids into the conversation. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah. no, sorry, Teresa. You fucked up. But you also, just it was to... like, 
If I said Felix was snorting coke in your bathroom, like it had no grounds. It was just an example that had no basis in reality. Right. Like your cat smokes pot in your fucking bedroom. Felix probably does. I wouldn't put it past him. Well, Felix, I by wanted the way, you to get worked up like Felix, Teresa. by the way, is one of my cats. Yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't know. Um... But yeah, I, yeah, and, and it could have just been her giving an example. It's like, like me saying, like, are you saying Louie's having an affair with your neighbor? You know, like, it's not happened. It's not a thing. It's a neighbor like, dog or a neighbor person? Dog. Obviously. Oh, okay. I, well, I don't know. Like a lab or something. <laughs> a lab. He does like him big. That's for sure. Um, anyway, so that was dumb. Teresa's the fucking worst. And I guarantee this whole season she will just continue to like double down and then with like all of the melissa cheating rumors i can't imagine how unbearable Teresa's is going to be through i that. know but also melissa and joe just went on vacation together like yeah it's fine but like i can't imagine melissa actually cheating on joe no i can't either i think joe would cheat on her before yeah. she cheated on him yeah but um anyway so then on to I'm very excited for New Jersey. I think it's going to be very juicy. Um, I like Marge. I don't like Sorry. Marge. Sorry. She bothers me. I like her. I like Jackie. I love Jackie. Um, Jennifer continues to be annoying as fuck. Um, and her husband is gross. But Moving on. What's next? Is it Summer House? Is it Salt Lake City? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um... I still love Heather. She's my fave. She's the queen of okay. Salt Lake City. I absolutely agree. Um, I will say, and I told you this when we were watching the other night, that I kind of came around on Mary a little bit. Yeah. I don't know that she belongs on the show, but I do think that she was able to have a little bit of a redemption on the reunion, this this second part of the reunion, because she got to explain herself Mm -hmm. instead of it just being Jen's words. Right. You know, like Jen being like, oh, Mary said this about black people without Mary's input or defense of herself because she didn't appear on the season for longer than 10 minutes. I think that, I don't think Mary is like purposely like mean out there, like just I think she's railing just people. Weird. I think she's out of touch. Yeah. Like she talks about how much how many clothes she has she doesn't realize how weird it is that she married her step-grandpa or how weird it is that she has her aunt and cousin as her housekeepers yeah and they live in a fucking shack probably and she has a mansion and a house and a separate apartment for her clothes like it's just she's just like off base and out of touch i do think that she's over exaggerating her involvement in the church i don't think that she is that involved or that yeah. spiritual. I think she's good at like getting a cry on. Yeah. Um, but it's never, it doesn't seem real genuine. to me. Yeah. doesn't seem genuine. So I have no interest in her. Okay. Um, I do. I agree with much of what you said. I do think that. I don't think that she's like racist against no, her own kind. I don't think And I so. think she made that very clear. Like, and I she think just she like, just, like, said some... Put her foot in her mouth. Like, right. everyone does sometimes. Right. And Meredith came to her defense and was, like, about Mary supposedly saying, like, oh, if there's black people in front of a convenience store, then I won't go in. 
she was like, I didn't say black people. I just said a group of men standing outside of a convenience store makes me nervous. Any woman would be on guard if any large man, right. no matter what their race, right. is out in a convenience store standing at the door. Like, we've all been in that situation where right. someone has said something to us and it makes you uncomfortable. Absolutely. That's just the world that we live yes. in. And I feel like Jen took that out of context and twisted it to make her look bad because she doesn't like Mary. Right. Jen is the worst. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate her. Like... So, so, so much. I don't know why anyone wants to be her friend. I don't know why Lisa is riding so hard for her. I don't either. She sucks. But Lisa's She's the worst. awful, too. Can we talk about Lisa's face? Yeah, did we figure out what was going on? No, I need a side-by-side. Anybody else want to chime in on this? Lisa looks incredible. She looks gorgeous. In the reunion. In the reunion. Yes. What is different about her face? We'll do what a side-by-side side and have people, like, submit their yeah. thoughts. I need someone to weigh in on this because she showed up to the reunion and I was like, holy shit, she looks great. Like, not that she wasn't fine before, but something is very but different. But the dress was great. Yeah. I loved looked, that dress. I think everybody um, looked good. Mary's dress would have been fine without the, like, fur, fur. cuffs and yeah. necklace on it. Yeah. No, um, I don't like Meredith's dress. Oh, yeah, no, Meredith's dress sucks. Meredith's, for someone who owns, like, uh, an apparel, I don't want to say empire, that's a little much, but she doesn't have great style. No, and I think she lets Brooks have a little too much input. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Brooks in this one athleisure <laughs> collection um, with the same shirt and bottoms. I mean, whatever. Oh, I'm so excited. I just ordered these joggers from Aerie. <gasps> That are like, they come in longs. Ooh. And they're like, they're kind of like the Lululemon ones with like the elastic, the high waistband. Yep. But then they go into joggers. Gotta have it. So excited. Amazing. Oh my god, I need to order some new clothes. Anyway, um, yeah, Meredith's style kind of sucks. And she didn't really say a lot during the reunion. Like, Mm-mm. she's kind of just been like a... I think something is going on with her relationship. Obviously, they're not happy. And I think we'll find out next week. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess the preview. I I will date Seth. You can date Seth. Only because I'm attached to someone. But if I was single, I would be dating Seth. Well. I would fight you to the death for Seth. Well, thank God for Josh. (laughs) Seth, call me. (laughs) Seth, I I think he needs to mix it up a little bit with a blonde. Sorry, that's my coffee turning off. You heard that beep. Um, Listen. I was on the Seth train from episode one, and you were like, um, I don't get it, but you've come around. Yeah, I have. He's hot. (laughs) He's hot. I think he's short, though. Um, I don't care. Josh is short. (laughs) (laughs) Josh is not short. Josh is my height. No, he's a little shorter than you. No, he's not. He's like an inch shorter. Not an inch. We are the exact same height barefoot. Okay. We really are, I promise. Okay. I couldn't date someone shorter than me, except for one person that I ever dated that was shorter than me. Okay. And it was an issue. Well, okay. Josh is not shorter than me. He is my exact same height. Okay, perfect. We are both five, nine and a half. Okay, Okay. he's shorter than me. (laughs) He is shorter than you, that's true. Um, Anyways, so, yes, Heather continues to be a queen. Whitney continues to be a queen. Jen sucks. I want her gone. Mary is going to be gone. I don't think she'll be back. If she is, 
I hope that she has a bigger role on the show because we didn't get a lot from her outside of her just being pretentious. Yeah, I don't, I just don't like her Blair Waldorf vibes. I don't, I mean, I understand who Blair Waldorf is. I just didn't watch Gossip Girl. I mean, so I, I like, love don't. Blair Waldorf, but it's just like an unlikable Blair Waldorf. It's okay. like, oh, look at my closet and all of these. Well, yeah, so they talk my... about Mary's marriage. And they kind of, like, get into a lot of detail, and she's just like... He buys me Chanel! She cried, and I thought she was going to say something really sweet yeah, about him. Yeah, and she's like, any Chanel... But we, what I, she said was, all of the nice things I have, he bought for me. Yeah. And it's like, that's it? That's your whole statement? Well, that's how, like, the last episode, when Lisa was crying about her kids, she was like... They love me so much. They respect me and they're so proud of me. And I'm just like, any mom should be saying, I am so proud of them. They're like the joys (laughs) of my life. Yeah. Not like, they love me and are proud of me. Yeah. Well, Lisa's a weird... She's weird. She looks great. She's weird. Meredith's style sucks. I want more from her. Hopefully we get more next I want more gin. I just want the gin show. I hate Jen. No, I'm sorry. Not Jen. Heather. Heather. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. How dare you? Um, I agree. I love Heather. I've liked her from episode one. Um, but she, the more she goes, like the more relate, she's just relatable yeah. and like, yeah, real. Yeah. It was funny that she was just like, I want my daughters to be with multiple partners. <laughs> I want like, them what, to be crazy. What mother yeah. has ever said that? Well, I agree with it, like, 100%. But it's just funny that she said it. Because, like, her do- one of her daughters is, like, 12. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. And then, so, so, Summer House. Yes. Uh, quarantine Carl. Woo! Quarantine Carl. So hot. Like... I've always thought Carl was attractive. Yeah, he's always been good looking. But, but his looks, or like, his personality sucked. The fact that he's, like, mature and he makes his bed, like... I don't even make my bed. I do. Every morning? Mm-hmm. Makes me feel better. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I change um, my sheets every week. <laughs> me too. That's the one well, day my bed gets made. maybe more than once a week. But, um, anyway. Uh, I love him. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think that... He and Paige are going to get together. Is she still with her boyfriend? I can't tell. I don't know. I haven't looked at her Instagram, but I really should be more active on the Bravo socials, but I... You're busy. I haven't looked at Instagram at all. Um, Hannah and Luke. So the episode starts out with their, like, continuation of Luke being a total fuckboy. Luke is is disgusting. Yeah, and, like... His long, scraggly hair and gross beard aren't helping matters. Like, he did lead Hannah on in the fact that he's just like, we were never dating is a total gaslight move. Yeah, it was awful. Like, because we all clearly remember, like, everything that he said to her. Like, it's on tape. Yeah. So, you can't go around and just be like, oh, yeah, we were never dating. Fuck you. Because you never had sex? Yeah. Well, you did other things. Yeah. She mentioned something about like, I don't even want to say it, but like giving him BJ. Like he, like they hooked up. It doesn't matter if they had sex or not. They went on dates. They hung out all the time. They talked every day. Like they were dating. 
So Luke can fuck off. Right. Like, I'm over that. And yeah. he's just doing that because Sierra's sitting right there. Yeah. And he likes Sierra better at this point, I guess. And so he's just trying to save face in front of her. But, like, he just made himself look horrible. Right. Sorry, Luke, you suck. Like, you're good to look at, but you're an asshole. Cut your hair, shave your beard, and we'll chat. I hate him. I hate him. He's awful. Yeah. And he does not deserve that girl. No, Sierra's way out of his league. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just trying to see if he, how many of his latest posts she I wonder liked. if Sierra's going to hook up with Carl. Maybe. And it kind of looks like Luke and... Uh, Luke and Lindsay. Lindsay hook up. So. Oh my god. That'll be wild if that happens. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they're together because he posted this November 22nd and that's a likable th- photo and Oof. she didn't like it. Oh, she didn't? Mm-mm. Okay. He hasn't liked... She has not liked anything since June 24th. Yeah, they broke up. Wow, you're doing some hard research. Yeah. Um, anyway, Kyle and Amanda. Oh, she liked his most recent, January 31st. Can't tell. I don't know. Can't tell you. I don't know. Maybe they're just on friendly terms. Maybe. She is a lot younger than him. Well, and that's the thing we talked about last time is that, like, Paige likes him. She loves him. But she is not ready for all the things that he's ready for. Right. And she's just like... If I was 10 years older, maybe, but I'm not ready to get married and whatever. Like, even though he's like, I'll get you whatever you want. We can live in a crazy, nice apartment and I'll buy you everything. You don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Which seems like something that she would really want. She gives off that vibe of somebody that, like, wants to just be taken care of and, like, just kind of, like, do her fun fashion thing. But, as rumor has it, there is a winter house. Yes. Coming up. And... Paige and Hannah are, and Luke, or I don't know if Luke is in it, Carl and um, Amanda and Kyle are in it along with Austin and Craig. Yeah. And I'm hoping like Madison or something. Like, I don't know. I need an, a Madison female. Madison I need a female from Southern From SC. Who could it be? Couldn't be Catherine because she has kids. Can uh, Vanita be on it? Ooh, but she's too good for them. That's true. What about Danny? I guess. If we want a bore factor. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Anyways. So Summer House is going to be juicy. The episode was great. Luke sucks. Um, Quarantine Carl. Quarantine Carl is glowing. Our new king. (laughs) That's that. Um, Was there another show? I don't think so. Nothing that matters. So we should talk about... Do you think we should get into part two of our book? Yeah. So part two. We're only 40 minutes in, so. A little. Wait, more than 40 minutes. All right. Part two of Linda Thompson's A Little Thing Called Life. So I will, I want to say, like, it took me a long time to read the second half of this book because she just goes into so much detail that I don't care about. It's just like the chapters are so long. This book was like almost 600 pages. Yeah. I, on the other hand, flew through it. Yeah. Because I just thought it was like so much juicy. It was juicy, but I could have used like the juice in half the pages, you know? Okay. It's like very verbose. Too much detail. Ooh. 
Excuse I me. Think, I think I word. used that in the right. I don't even know uh, what that means, but I uh, like it. I hope so. Verbose. We'll um, look it up and make sure. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Um. Anyway, so part two, we ended part one with the death of Elvis and her... Yes, you know, I, I used it right. Oh, my God. Congrats. Verbose is using or expressed in more words than needed, than are needed. Wow. Look at me. Oh, my God. It's like I know English. You're a scholar. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, congratulations. Thank you. That's a new word for it's me, like too. It's like an ACT word. I'm going to start using it. Okay. For sure. Perfect. Verbose. Okay. Anyways, so we ended with the death of Elvis. Part two begins with her kind of, like, new life. Mm-hmm. She... She's on Hee Haw. She lives in L.A. Yes. Um, and then she meets her next husband... Bruce Jenner. Bruce she meets Jenner. him at a Playboy party. Yes, at the Playboy Mansion. And they hit it off immediately. Mm-hmm. And she knows that he is, she believes that he is married, but somehow he's he's separated currently. Yes, separated, not wife. divorced. But they have, he has a son, Bert. And Which, how do you come up with the name Bert I have for no a idea. son? Like you named him after someone, right? Had to, like Ernie and Bert. Like, Bert and Ernie, yeah. I don't know. That's okay. like a cute dog name, though. True. Um, Bert. That just sounds like a noise to me. It doesn't sound like a name. <laughs> Anyways. They hit it off immediately, and um, it's just interesting, like, now that we know what we know. Yeah. Um, that some of this happened. But, um, what? so they were getting to know each other as friends, she she says that, you know, nothing happened. Yeah. Um, he decided to reconcile with Christy. Yeah. And. Which is, which was his wife at the time. Yes. And then she gets pregnant and they decide to separate. Yeah. And so then he and Linda start dating. Yes. And. She says over and over and she wants to make it very clear that they, like, that Bruce did not leave Christy for her. Mm-hmm. Like, she kept trying to make a point to say, because I'm sure there was a lot of speculation right. around it. Because Bruce Jenner at the time was... A hot piece. A hot piece. Famous, like, the world's best athlete. Like, we can't yeah. stress enough how much of, like, a hero he was. Yeah, at that time... Yeah. Yes. So there was speculation that, like, oh, he left his wife for this young, hot, you know, whatever. But she was like, that absolutely was not the case. Yeah. Like, he did not leave his wife for me. Um, it seems like after Elvis, Bruce was a welcome reprieve from yeah, the from, drama and, like, just yeah. the 360 temper and, like, yeah. um, he was patient, but he lived a completely different lifestyle. He would wake up early and exercise and, like, yeah. he, he only ate to feed himself he oh my god a quote that i highlighted which hurt my heart was that he said i eat to live i don't live to eat and i guess i used to watch this food show i can't remember what it was but it was like she would ask the host would ask that of everyone that she interviewed like do you eat to live or do you live to eat and like eating to live is like i just eat so i can stay alive Mm -hmm. living to eat is like i love food i want to try everything like i enjoy i've never met anyone who eats to live no like, that's not a way to live your life. That's sad. But she said it kind of, like, rubbed off on her. Yeah. Like, and I'm she sure started it would. to be super healthy. I wish it didn't. It, I wish I wasn't that way. I wish that Josh would start just eating to live. And then maybe I would. Yeah. I will tell you, though. Yesterday, I didn't eat 
like at all this week. I just was too busy. I forgot about it, whatever. And I took Josh this delicious chicken sandwich and french fries from this like new place that opened near my house. It's supposed to be incredible. I want to go there. Yeah. It's called Strips uh-huh. Chicken. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be amazing. I think I've had it, but it would have been a long time ago at a different location. Anyway, he was like, can you pr- please bring me lunch? I was like, yeah, sure. And it's super close. So I just got in that. And I made myself a stupid protein shake and like watched him eat a fried chicken sandwich and delicious french fries while I just Because they have pork tenders, right? Yeah. I sipped a protein shake. Maybe I'll I was go like, there on my way home. I'd rather die than live like this. I feel like for me, I'll have a protein shake during the week and I'll eat healthy during the week. But on a Sunday or a Saturday, I'm going to like, I went to a baby shower where we had all of this baked by Bailey fair <laughs> and, welcome. uh, three, three different kinds of quiche, uh, cookies and pretzel rolls. The pretzel yeah. rolls were immediately devoured. Oh, great. Um, Love to hear that. The cookies, like everyone just kept like sneaking cookies. Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. I mean, I had three slices of quiche. Amazing. So did you try all of them? Yes. Oh, which was your favorite? Um, the, Oh, the one with the caramelized onions was delicious. Spinach, goat cheese, and caramelized um, onions. But I think I liked the one not with the jalapenos, but the that quiche was Lorraine. kind of spicy. Yeah, the quiche Lorraine has a little, there's crushed red pepper in it, but yeah. um, it's not obviously I super mean, spicy. anything with pie crust mm-hmm. is... I love a pie crust. Anyway. I have decided that I'm going to learn how to make pie crust. It's super easy. People try to make it so complicated, but it's very easy. We'll, gonna... we'll have a little tutorial okay. together. Perfect. Anyway, we digress. Um, so I definitely live to eat. Me and too. Clearly you do too. Obviously. So Bruce did not. So Bruce was like, obviously in his prime. Yeah. The number one athlete in the world. He literally would not eat anything that did not fuel his body in a positive way. So he was up early. And like knowing what we know now, I think that Bruce was just trying to focus on anything possibly that could keep him from like what he was going through internally. Right. So like very disciplined, almost as a distraction. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they did get together. Um, but I mean, thinking about like this, this relationship we've read about Elvis and then we'll learn about David Foster later. Like, Mm -hmm. This was probably the most healthy relationship she had, like, with a partner that was not jealous, that was not controlling, not anything. And I feel like Bruce really loved her Mm -hmm. and wanted to be with her even after the things that he revealed. Right. So. Yeah. But um, it was just like, and I totally respect her position as just being like, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah, so... And I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it just makes me kind of sad for him slash her. Yeah. Like, so they had two kids together. They had Brandon and Brody. Mm-hmm. And Linda makes it clear that they're the loves of her life. Yeah. Um, and they... And then, like, a little bit after... A little while after um, Brody was born... 
Bruce came to her with, you know, they kind of had a perfect marriage until Bruce came to her and said that he was a woman. Right. So then they started going to like counseling and like trying to figure it out because she, it was the eighties and she didn't understand what it was. And I'm sure like even now, like we would have a hard time like wrapping our minds around like exactly what it, it would literally be like, I don't know who's the most manly person we know that you can think of. I like, don't want to say the name. No. Oh, Brian. Oh, boxer. Oh, okay. Somebody I dated. Okay. That would be like him coming out and being like, I am a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel this. I need to transition. Whatever. Like, honestly, shocking. Yeah. Um, and, I w- and I wouldn't stay around. No, I wouldn't either. But like... So, as they go through therapy, like, she is hoping, which, at that time, I'm sure every, you know, that's normal, that they could fix it. Yeah. That he wouldn't feel this anymore. But, clearly, that's not the case. And he decides to start undergoing, like, transformation surgeries. So, he has, like, feminization surgeries where he shaves down his Adam's apple. He had a facelift. Um, He was taking... He started taking estrogen and growing breasts yeah. and things like that. And, like, as he started doing that, she would, she just said, I will support you and I'll be there for you, but I'm not going to be your wife. Yeah. Which is absolutely respectable. Yeah. And, like, she maintained a friendship with him. And, like, he was thinking about, re- like, leaving and reentering the boy's life as their aunt or something. Or, yeah. Like, you know, like, like they're, yeah, something. But, so, like. Obviously, he's going through his own struggles. He's living alone. He's lonely. But, like, I think deep down, he really wanted to be with her mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I obviously don't understand. Yeah. So, Caitlin is technically a lesbian. Because it seems right. like she picks her partners based on someone she actually wants to be with and have a life with. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So that was interesting. Yeah. So, like, kind of fast-forwarding, because, again, there's a ton of detail in this book, like you mentioned. Like, they separate after they have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just kind of remain on friendly terms, but he starts to be more and more absent from, like, their kids' lives. And it's because he's going through so much shit. Yeah. Which makes sense, but when you have kids, like, you don't get the benefit of... Right. Unless, of course, you're the dad, which, whatever. So, then, a few years go by, and he ends up starting to date Chris Chris Kardashian, Jenner, whatever. Um, Which, I didn't realize that he had started doing the feminization surgeries before he met Chris. Yeah. Which is wild to me. Like, I just didn't know. I guess I didn't know Bruce Jenner as, like, the athlete man because that was kind of, like, before my time. Yeah, I only knew who he was on the Kardashians. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, he's kind of annoying. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't But know. I didn't realize he had started to undergo that kind of stuff. Like, did Chris know that? From what I understand from, like, the Kardashians, no. Right. She did not know that. Right. So it's like he just... Caitlin Bruce decided to be a man and like to and to just continue to try and live as a man man. yeah but like obviously those things she went through electrolysis she went through the adam's apple thing the facelift because you can tell 
that Bruce had a facelift yeah. in the Kardashians. And, right. like, again, like, Caitlyn wanted to be with women. Right. So, it's just, like, a, in my mind, I, I can't help thinking of it as, like, anything but a lie. Yeah. Like, if Josh was a woman, but he wanted to be with you, and he loved you, and, he, like, you were his person, but he wanted to be a woman, so he just didn't tell you that until, yeah. like, he couldn't hold it in anymore. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine being in that situation. No. God. I mean, I feel for Caitlyn Jenner, because just... That's just, like, if you need proof that something like this is not a choice and it's not somebody doing something that's just, like, oh, I feel like doing this. Like, Mm -hmm. he, she would not have put her family, children, wife, partners through all of that for something that, like, wasn't true to what she actually is. Just, like, really sad for her that she couldn't live her life Absolutely. For that long? Yeah. My God. I mean, in, like, something Linda says in the book is, like, you conquered masculinity. Like, you were the most manly man. Yeah. And now you're conquering womanhood. Yeah. Like, so it's just... Like, we don't, we're not in his head, so, like, these preconceived notions of, oh, Bruce Jenner is this athlete on the Wheaties box. Yeah. And now she's a woman. Right. It's just crazy. Yeah. It is, it's... And it's sad that, like, she, when she was in high school, she couldn't have just been, like, you know, like, her, think of the, her life if she had been... So she wasn't able to be there emotionally for her kids. Right. And she didn't pay child support or anything to Linda. Like, became a completely absent Especially father. after the marriage with Chris. Like, once... It's like... I'm going to say Bruce because it, she was Bruce at the time. Yeah. Bruce forgot that he had children. Yeah. Like, other children besides Kendall and Kylie once mm-hmm. they came along. How hurtful would that be if you were Bert, Brandon, Brody? Because she mentions, Linda mentions. And the daughter, Ashley. Yeah. Linda mentions at one point that there was like an earthquake or something. And Mm -hmm. it was like crazy, whatever. And Brandon said something like, oh, dad called to check to see if we were all okay. And she was like, oh, that's really nice of him to do. And he was like, I was kidding. He, of course, did not call to check on us. Mm -hmm. Like, that's pretty horrible. Yeah. And you, Caitlin gets a little bit of a pass because of all, I can't even imagine the emotional, like, turmoil. Yeah, but once you have kids, like, but, don't you put yourself, your needs after your kids. Yeah. So, I mean, my parents did. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine my parents. I don't like, think every parent is as good of parents as we have, luckily. But. Right. Yeah. I mean. Anyway, so Bruce turned out to be a horrible father. Yes. In the in the early stages and well into their twenties. I think their relationships are much stronger now. Um, but needless to say their marriage ended and she moves on with David Foster, who is the father of our favorite of our two Queens, Sarah and Aaron Foster. So Linda is the woman seemingly that broke up the David's marriage to Aaron and Sarah's mom yeah which she doesn't deny as fully as she denied the bruce right divorce right she basically admits like 
We were dating before basically we should have been dating. So David Foster's a terrible partner. David Foster sucks. He's the worst. Like, seems like he's a good dad. Yeah. But like, as a partner and like stepfather, he fucking sucks. He was awful. Like, some of the stuff that she says, I'm just like shocked. Like, there was one point where she said that she got into a really bad car wreck. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was in the middle of doing, like, rehearsing something. I can't remember. And she said, like, she called him and was like, oh, my God, I, you know, I was in this horrible wreck. And he was like, oh, she goes, "Um, we have to go to the hospital. It was a five-car collision. And his response was, well, what do you want me to do about it? He expected her to wait on him hand and foot. What does kerning socks mean? What does that mean? What? I think it was kerning. You don't kern my socks. Do you remember that? Vaguely, but I don't know what that means. I don't either. Um, she said that he hated Christmas also, which... Get out. Bye. She said that he begrudged everyone the money that was spent, even on gifts for him, which took away from the pleasure of giving the gift in the first place. It wasn't enough for David to hate Christmas. He seemed determined to ruin the holiday for everyone. Yeah. Okay, that would be a divorce. Goodbye. He, you don't like Christmas? See ya. He was very career-driven and just like... She makes excuses for him. But like... Yeah. It seems like he's just very self-absorbed. Yeah. And like... Was jealous of Bruce... And didn't want Bruce to be around as much as he was, like, in the beginning. Um. Um, Anyway, so he expected her, even though she, like, she, she and David together wrote amazing music. Like, she was the songwriter. He was the, I don't know, producer, whatever you call him. And they made some incredible, like, Like, he wrote the music, she wrote the words. Yeah. And they won tons of awards between the two of them. Had a great professional relationship. Yeah. Worked really, really well together. But as a partner, he was horrible to her. Yeah. Like, hated Christmas. Hated dogs. <laughs> yeah. Like, you Bye. hate Christmas and you hate dogs? Are you Satan? Like, I could never. Goodbye. Um, He just didn't care about anyone but himself it seems like yeah and like, she's like so mature yeah she seems so mature all like her biggest thing is her sons it seems like she was a really good mom and still is close to her boys she also mentions that she tried really really hard to be close with his daughters like jordan sarah and aaron yeah, and, and they, they kind of didn't... were just like no and they were young and it's not their fault either yeah, i'm like... sure that their mom i mean they had their mom's back and they were like my dad cheated on my mom with you yeah i mean i can't say that i wouldn't be the same but linda thompson seems like a genuinely kind-hearted good person yeah and she probably i mean i'm sure she was very very good to them Mm -hmm. you know and so i understand her just being like brokenhearted about it because she said she even says like she is so close to bruce's children from his first marriage and his wife. And she calls his wife, his his wife, her wife-in-law or like something. Like when I was reading the uh, acknowledgments at the end mm-hmm. and she was like, my wife-in-law or something, Christy. 
Oh. So, like, well, they're, they're close, too. And she talks a lot about Bruce's daughter and how mm-hmm. amazing she is. Oh, yeah. And just, yeah. like... So, I feel like Sarah and Aaron could have had... I just don't think... They weren't adults. No. They, they, and they were probably hearing from their mom, mm-hmm. whatever their mom wanted to say. And David Foster even said in his documentary that his biggest mistake was leaving their mom. Yeah. Um... She also says that David had an affair. Mm-hmm. Multiple um, affairs. Multiple. Um, and basically, like, wasn't super apologetic about it or remorseful. Mm-mm. It was just kind of like, it yeah, is what it, it is. Sorry you found out. Yeah. Like, he just is a bad person. I just think he's a narcissist. Yeah, and 100%. I also think in his age, maybe, has gotten more mature. Yeah. Like, as he's aged. But he's with Catherine McPhee now. They're expecting a baby. Oh, they are? Yeah. Ugh. And he's, like, 70. Like, he's pretty old, right? She is hot. Yeah. They just make beautiful music together. Congrats. So did he and Linda. But, like, look how Linda got treated. Yeah. That sucks. I mean, Aaron and Sarah are more accepting of that relationship now. Right, and Catherine McPhee is Sarah's mom. Then Aaron and Sarah's mom is hot. Oh, yeah. And she seems, like, super fun and funny. Like, how could you have those two daughters and not be funny yourself? Right. There's no way. Right. I don't know. They seem to really, really love their dad and respect him a lot, even though he's had many I think he's a good dad, and, like, they just separate church and state. Yeah. Like, you're my dad, and that's all I care about. We'll joke about our our stepmom, who's... 20 years younger than us or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I do want to mention that he, she says that, um, this is unrelated to his relationships, but he was producing the music, um, for the bodyguard and Kevin Costner came to him with Dolly Parton's I will always love you, which is an incredible song and wanted David to like re redo it, like not redo it, but do a, like a version of it for the movie. And David Foster was like, that song sucks. It's absolutely not right for the movie. We're not doing that. Yeah. Kevin Costner insisted because he was basically like, I'm paying for this, so we're doing it. And like one of the greatest movie soundtrack songs in history. So David Foster is not always right, even though he thinks he is. And like one more thing about David that was horrible is that he was like a super jealous, Mm -hmm. especially of like Elvis. Even though he was cheating on her. Right. Right. Another... Fucking bullshit, like, Elvis cheating on her and then Linda not being allowed to, like, even be looked at by another man. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. So, I guess, so she went on Larry King, because Larry King was like, I'd love to interview you about Elvis. Mm -hmm. Like, while she was married to David, whatever, and she was like, yeah, I'm going to do it, of course, it's Larry King. So she goes on, and I guess they see Larry at a party, like, later down the road. And Larry King goes up to Linda, and he's like, you're one of the best interviews I've ever had, like... It was so great getting to know you, whatever. Um, you were awesome. And he go, he asked David, because David was standing there. He's like, did you watch the interview? She was incredible. And David goes, fuck you. Yeah. And Larry King, may he rest in peace, was like, what? And he goes, how would you like me to ask you about all the women you've been with in front of your wife here? I didn't want to watch it. I can't believe you asked my wife about a man that she was with before me. Um, the man that she was with before Elvis. you was Elvis fucking Presley. Yeah. Of course she's going to get asked about it. It wasn't like some Joe Schmo that she met in a bar. Bill from 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was married. Like, she probably needed to be asked about Bruce Jenner, too. Because yeah. Because that's also incredible. Yeah. Like, good for Linda. Yeah. But, like, he was super jealous all the while cheating on her. And a lot of times, when someone acts like that, it's a sign that they're cheating. Because they're trying to, like, make you in the Feel wrong guilty. Well, I mean, clearly yeah. he was because he had multiple affairs on her while they were together. He was also, like, really insecure because for most of their marriage, they lived in Bruce Jenner's house that she and Bruce Jenner bought together. And yeah. then when they moved into a house that they bought together, he was like, I'm the king of the castle. This is my seat. Nobody sits in my seat. Nobody, like... Like, legitimately, he had a seat at the dinner table that no one was allowed to sit in, even if he wasn't home. Yeah. So, what? no thanks. Like, her dad, who could barely walk, that was living with them, was having, like, breathing issues and stuff. And so she was like, here, sit. And let him sit in David Foster's chair. And David got pissed that her ailing father sat for 30 seconds in his chair to, like, catch his breath. Yeah, and I think she says that his mom was, like, spoiled him a lot. And, like, yeah. I think that's... I mean, definitely why David acts that way and thinks that he is the king of the world. Right. But, ugh. Oh, the last thing, well, not maybe not the last thing, but one of the other things is that there was a show called Princes of Malibu, which I think we've talked about before. Um, it was like our foray into Brody Jenner and Spencer Pratt. Yeah. So the Princes of Malibu was on, and I vaguely remember that show, actually, but... Brody and Spencer were the ones who like came up with it. They pitched it to the networks. It got picked up. They started filming and then David basically took control over it. Cause it was about like them, like mm -hmm. the two of them being friends and living in Malibu and having these like famous parents and whatever. Yeah. And David Foster basically took it and made it into his own show about how he was just like miserable and how they treated him poorly and whatever. Cause he brought in his own like production crew or yeah. something yeah. and just like ruined it for everyone. Like he seems to ruin everything. Christmas, pet ownership, you know, the sanctity of marriage. Right. And now this, He's now the this, worst. I mean, then he gets with Yolanda mm -hmm. and ruins her life and doesn't care that she has, um, what's her uh, Lyme's disease. Lyme's disease. Yeah. Like, ooh, I want a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a sad but appropriate segue. <laughs> Lyme's disease. Ooh, limes, margaritas, Mexican food. Let's go. Um, but yeah, so needless to say, their relationship ended. Uh, not without her trying. Like, she no. put up with a lot. And she says, like... Just, like think about being in those relationships that she was in like that is her whole life although it's very interesting none of them seem to be like fulfilling no. relationships and like it's like she was getting every like one piece of what she wanted from right. every single person but nobody like the whole picture right like elvis gave her elvis was her first love like gave her basically the attention that she wanted and all of that stuff that she thought that a relationship was supposed to have. He turned out to suck as far as being faithful mm -hmm. and wanting children and right. all of that stuff. Then she met Bruce and he wanted children. And so she made her feel safe, made her feel made self her. safe. He wasn't a psychopath and a fucking weirdo like all this, um, gave her the children that she always wanted, but was horrible at being a father. Well, had 
his own issues that weren't worked out and like could well right but he was a bad father before that right and then she meets david who's a great father but a horrible husband Mm -hmm. and it's like she can't she hasn't found somebody that has like all the things that she deserves Mm -hmm. at this point yeah i wonder if she's still single i think she is I don't know. She says, like, she mentions going on trips with boyfriends and stuff like that, but she never mentions any names, and, like, it doesn't seem like any guys are on her Instagram or anything. So, I mean, she probably needs a break. I hope she makes some appearances on Beverly Hills this year. Yeah, I wish she would be, like, a housewife. It'd be pretty incredible. I think it's Um, only a matter of time. Andy, if you're listening... Andy, like, seriously hire us because, like, we keep giving you gold. Yeah. Honestly. we The, the ideas that we've provided, yeah. free of charge. Bring us Ladies of London back. Oh, my God. Yes. Ladies of London and Real Houses of Miami. Yeah. Would be amazing. Get rid of Dallas, please. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Anyways, well, the book ends. She leaves him. She seems to be very happy. All in all, Linda Thompson seems like a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. Like, she does. She's genuinely kind. I just hope that Brody and Brandon, like, so she wrote this book in 2015 and she talks about both Brody and Brandon's wives. Yeah, that and didn't age well. <laughs> Brody obviously didn't last long in a, in a marriage. and With Caitlin. Brandon fiance. and Leah are broken up, right? Yeah, they're divorced and he has a new girlfriend that he loves a lot. Like, she posts about them. So, yeah, she was just like, oh, my God, my boys have chosen the best partners and, like, neither of them are with those partners anymore. But, you know, life happens. Whatever. I'm sure she loves their other partners equally. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She seems like a great person. She seems mature about her relationships. I would be bitter AF. Yeah. If I had married David Foster. But I do seem... I, I think that's what makes her just like a genuinely good, kind person. Like she just has like a very kind heart Mm -hmm. and she just wants the best for everyone. Like no matter if she gets treated poorly in the process, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we see more of her. I do recommend the book. If you want some hot goss, there's really long. Listen to it. Oh, I honestly, if you're anything of a, like a fast reader and you like this kind of material, you'll, you'll blow through it. I read it. I'm a fast reader. And I did not blow through it. I think that you were maybe a little bit bored with it. Yeah. I wasn't. I thought it was very juicy. But anyways, that's all. Okay, we'll try to find a Bravo children's book for next week because Bailey will be remodeling her home. I'm remodeling and moving, so it's going to be real busy. Oh my god. Sorry if we have to take another short hiatus, but we'll see you soon. Yeah. Lylas. Lylas, bye. (laughs)